<laughs> let's play a game, you and I. Before we jump into it today, let's play a little game of what happens next. Okay. Oh, <laughs> okay, so what happens next? What's in the car? Let's start typing. What would elicit that reaction? Is it some random stranger that snuck into the car? Is it, oh, is it bees? Okay, great. Here we go. go it's a bear. Go, go, go. Ah! go. I have so many questions. One, why did the bear make a face like it was the one being carjacked? He's like, oh, are you not Gary? Are you not my Uber? And two, you must have the biggest balls. This is the bravest, dumbest thing I've ever seen. If a bear is in my car, I said that sentence wrong. The bear is in its car now. I, it no longer belongs to me. Like I get with black bears, they say make yourself big and loud, but it was in a car. Also, side note, if the insurance doesn't cover everything that ended up happening to this car, please someone or this guy start a GoFundMe. Apparently after the bear, he had to abandon the car for a bit, then people looted it. It's just like the worst luck I've ever seen. But Hello, welcome back to the Philip DeFranco Show. It's Monday, July 19th, 2021. Hit that like button, otherwise it will punch you in the throat and let's just jump into it. The first thing that we're gonna talk about today, obviously the most important story. Despite the local and international concern, pushback and backlash with the Olympics set to begin this upcoming Friday, which means that everyone's favorite topic is in the news, Olympians banging. Right, what happens when you get the world's most physically fit and often very attractive people together? Well, in past years, you get half a million condoms thrown at these athletes. And this year, there was actually a controversy around this aspect of the games because you had this story going around that Olympic athletes are gonna be left with cardboard beds. Right, Paul Chelimo from the U.S.'s track and field team writing on Twitter, this is aimed at avoiding intimacy among athletes. Beds will be able to withstand the weight of a single person to avoid situations beyond sports. But then joking, I see no problems for distance runners, even four of us can do. And this actually ended up becoming a massive story. But like I said, you had some people taking it seriously, outrage, some saying, yeah, it makes sense. But here's the thing, it's actually fake news. And I mean, actual fake news, not just like news I didn't like. Cardboard beds aren't designed to stop Olympians from getting gold in the bedroom. They're a cost-saving measure. They're also easy to recycle at the end of the games, and it's not even like a side effect. There's one Olympian who's actually been vlogging his experience showed right here. In today's episode of Fake News at the Olympic Games, the beds are meant to be anti-sex. They're made out of cardboard, yes, but apparently they're meant to break at any sudden movements. It's fake. Fake news. So yeah, no reason to be outraged, people. The Olympians are gonna be able to slang what they slang. And really, if I can add anything, the only reason I'm outraged about this story is how is that bed more sturdy than every bed I've ever purchased from Ikea? A cardboard bed can apparently handle a whole ass Olympian jumping up and down, but I have sex on a day bed in college one time and I have to sit at a lean for the rest of my life. It's ridiculous, but also not the only controversy with the Olympics. Some of the others we've seen include Korea forced to take down flags that they put up at their dorms, a reference to 16th century naval battle that Korea won against Japan, but only doing it under the condition that Japan take down the rising sun flag, which Korea and many East Asian countries find offensive, similar to how Westerners view the Nazi flag. Additionally, they've banned the drinking of alcohol at the Olympic Village, unless you are alone in your room, which that's so sad. And of course, finally, there are concerns with COVID. The number of cases continue to rise in Japan and Tokyo. Because of that, multiple polls have shown that people want the games canceled or postponed. You have the president of the IOC, Thomas Bach, saying that there is zero risk of transmission between athletes and Japanese staff. But as of right now, at least 61 people at the Olympic Village have reported contracting COVID-19 since arriving, including at least one US athlete and Japanese workers at the village. I mean, hell, public opinion is actually so negative against this. Toyota announced this morning that it's not gonna be airing TV commercials in Japan related to the Tokyo Olympics. And none of its executives are going to attend the opening ceremony as a sign of protest against the games, and that's so notable. Toyota is Japan's biggest automaker and one of the Olympics' top sponsors. Then, in a really big news story and debate, let's talk about this thing that involves, uh, I mean, anonymity, free speech, 
abuse, and it actually starts with Idris Elba. And that's because he posted on Instagram saying that social media platforms need to do more to help combat racist abuse. Writing people in the public eye get verified on social media, symbolized by a blue tick. The process of verification requires them to prove their identity so everyone knows who is speaking. And adding, social media companies should make this mandatory for all users. Saying social media is like boarding a plane and not having to show ID, that would never happen. And closing, if cowards are being supported by a veil of privacy and secrecy, then social media is not a safe space. If cowards want to spout racial rhetoric, then say it with your name, not your username. With those remarks seeming to be in response to a flood of racist harassment that was received by three black soccer players on England's national team. Right, but ultimately with this story, I just want to pass the question off to you. What are your thoughts on what Elba is saying here? Do you agree to use a social media platform, you need to be verified, whether it be ID or some other way? Or no, do you think that the ability to be anonymous online is actually essential? Right, well, yes, there is a lot of anonymous harassment. It also allows for people to speak up against powerful governments, governments that might look to suppress or eliminate potential threats. And or is there some sort of balancing act in between? I'd really love to know your thoughts on this. Then, Britney Spears, I mean, let's talk about updates. Because well, there really haven't been a lot of legal updates with this, we're finally hearing more from Britney Spears. Right, notably this coming after many question if Jamie Lynn's been an advocate for her sister like she claims to have been, or if she's potentially been involved with conservatorship or just kind of not doing anything. With Britney seemingly starting off in one post writing vague things, like there's nothing worse than when the people closest to you who never showed up for you post things in regard to your situation, whatever it may be, and speak righteously for support. How dare you make it public that now now you care. Did you put your hand out when I was drowning? Again, no. So if you're reading this and you know who you are and you actually have the nerve to say anything about my situation just to save face for yourself publicly. And then posting, I'm not gonna put on heavy makeup and try, try, try on stage again and not be able to do the real deal with remixes of my songs for years and begging put my new music in my show for my fans, so I quit. And adding, I don't like that my sister showed up at an awards show and performed my songs to remixes. My so-called support system hurt me deeply. This conservatorship killed my dreams. And as far as any sort of response from Jamie Lynn, I mean, you have a lot of speculation. Some looking to the caption of a recent photo that she posted, saying, may the peace of the Lord be with you and your spirit. Something that it looks like Britney then took and used against her in a caption for a video that she posted of her dancing to bad guy writing, may the Lord wrap your mean ass up in joy today. Though, Britney has since edited the caption to not include that part, and Jamie has also edited her caption as well, changing it to just peace and love. And so yeah, I mean, that's where we are right now, obviously, as far as the legal stuff, we're gonna be keeping up with that, but as far as the online social stuff, unless Britney makes clear that she isn't talking about her sister, though it seems like she is, it could just get really ugly from here because it would be kind of like open season on Jamie Lynn Spears, which depending on your opinion of the situation, you're gonna love or hate to see. But from that, let's take a second to pay some bills and thank the fantastic sponsor of today's show, Keeps. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time that they're 35? Maybe you have that friend or family member that's dealing with hair loss right now, and you don't have to just wait around for that to happen to you because now is the time to do something about it. Keeps helps you stop hair loss before it's too late with their scientific and affordable approach to treatments that are up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. And Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA approved hair loss products that are out there. So some of you may have actually already tried them before, but probably never at this price. And all with getting these products delivered directly to your door, meaning that you don't have to go in person to the doctor's office for your prescription, saving you both valuable time and money. So if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash Franco, or just click that link in the description down below to receive 50% off your first order. Then let's talk about Lil Nas X going 
to jail, which is a thing that you might think is happening if you only read headlines or look at Twitter trends. And that is because Lil Nas X is just further cementing himself as a master troll and marketer. Where today you had the hashtag free Lil Nas X trending over the past few days. He's been posting about an upcoming court appearance today regarding the lawsuit over his Satan shoes. Right, remember that Lil Nas X mischief? They released a shoe that's said to have a human drop of blood. Nike was like, we are not involved, we're suing. And if you haven't seen him joking about it on Twitter and TikTok, maybe you saw some of the headlines. But ultimately what it all led to is him posting a video this morning where it's a courtroom sketch about the Satan shoes. He's playing pretty much every character. He then gets sentenced to time in Montero State Prison and he announces his new single, Industry Baby, which is coming out July 23rd. Apparently Jack Harlow is featured, Kanye produced. And I've just, I've never seen an artist so, and I could be wrong here, right? Maybe it's all manufactured. I've never seen an artist like this so personally involved in trolling and marketing. It's, and I really don't ever use this word, it's iconic. As someone whose career started with and then never went went back to clickbait, uh, I respect it. And let's talk about taxes and more importantly, filing your taxes. I don't know if you do it yourself or maybe you're using like an H&R Block or TurboTax. And well, the news today is actually around TurboTax because their creator, Intuit, announced that after nearly 20 years, they'll be leaving the IRS's free file program, which allows people making less than $72,000 a year to prepare and electronically file those taxes at no charge. In a blog post citing the limitations of the free file program and conflicting demands from those outside the program, saying that while the change will go into effect at the end of the current tax season in October. Intuit has still promised to help more customers get access to their refund faster at no cost. Adding Intuit remains committed to free tax filing. Though also noting that over the past eight years, 90% of its nearly 100 million free tax filings have come outside of the free file program. Though it's unclear, this announcement might've actually been spurred by the fact that last year, the New York State Department of Financial Services said that five companies, including TurboTax and H&R Block, oh my gosh, shocker, use unfair and abusive practices to get more money out of people. With a state regulator finding that those companies deliberately hid landing pages for their free file programs leading to unacceptably low participation rates. Which is why I want to use this story in the few seconds here to do the Lord's work. And by the Lord here, I mean Hassan Minaj. It's fucking ridiculous what happened with Netflix and Patriot Act, but he actually launched a website that is now down because they stopped paying for the fees, but then was faithfully recreated. Well, TurboTaxSucksAss.net with links for you to be able to file for free through five different groups. If your taxes are simple, which it really should be for the majority of Americans, use this. Because really one of the main reasons that our tax system is so complicated and fucking stupid Stupid is that you have corporations that can leech more money off of the American people and lobbyists who are more than happy to take the money from those people, they force this system to still exist. So fuck them, make those assholes work for free. Then, I mean, we need to talk about this whole slew of countries, including the US, Canada, the UK, Australia, New Zealand, Japan, hell, NATO and the European Union now accusing China of orchestrating a series of cyber attacks involving Microsoft Exchange emails. Right, and those attacks first being publicly disclosed back in March, reportedly affecting at least 30,000 US organizations alone. Right, and this is extremely notable because this is the first time that NATO, which was founded in 1949, has formally accused China of cyber crimes. And part of the reason it's taken so long to get here is China's a major trading partner. So for NATO and the EU, they've been reluctant to condemn the country. And as far as what is specifically being alleged here is that these countries claim that the Chinese government actually hired criminal groups to hack tens of thousands of computers and networks globally. With the US detailing more than 50 tactics the state-sponsored actors used to engage in for-profit attacks, US Secretary of State Antony Blinken saying this morning, these contract hackers cost governments and businesses billions of dollars and stolen intellectual property, ransom payments, and cybersecurity mitigation efforts. But uh, that said, the US also stopped short of actually issuing any sanctions against the Chinese government, saying that no single action is likely to deter China. Instead, hoping that this flurry of condemnations is forceful enough to persuade China to stop hiring hackers. So the Justice Department did announce criminal charges against four Chinese nationals who were hired by the country to target IP and private business information. But ultimately, with this story, or honestly anything else stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in those comments down below, because yes, this is a news show, but also it's a conversation 
notification. Also, maybe while you're leaving that comment, I just want to say uh, thank you for watching, liking, subscribing, all the good stuff. And of course, as always, my name's Philip DeFranco. You've just been filled in. I love yo faces and I'll see you tomorrow.